The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togina.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Benvenuto, and welcome to La Bella Vita show. I'm Don Catherine, your hostess with the mostess. And I hope that you poured yourself a glass of wine and are ready for another great show tonight. If you are listening to me live, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're listening to this on a podcast at a later time, thank you for downloading my podcast. I really do appreciate it. If you didn't know that you can download any of my shows, you absolutely can by going to Toginet's page and going to my show page, the Bella Vita show page, and you can download any of the podcasts, or you can go to iTunes as well and search for either my name, Dawn Catherine, or the La Bella Vita show and uh, search for a podcast. And it is the absolute first one show up and you can subscribe to free and you can download any and all of my shows that I've ever done. So that's great. You can leave me some feedback there as well and uh, let me know what you might want to hear me talk about or some destinations that you're interested in me talking about or whatever is on your mind, whatever fashion questions you might have or beauty questions, you can leave them all there. So there you have it. Um, Okay, so we have a great show tonight. We are kind of wrapping up what we did last week, which we were talking about some seaside Italian destinations. And uh, I have actually did a little more research. And, you know, a lot of people say to me, Don, I really want to go to Italy, but I just don't know if I can afford it, which I totally understand. But there is ways, there are ways uh, to go over there and to be able to experience a great cultural experience and have a great time and do it somewhat on a budget. And so I found some great places for you to go to uh, in many different areas of Italy. And I also decided because I truly love, and if you listen to the show for any amount of times, I can tell you I've probably talked about spending the holidays in Italy probably at least 10 different times. And I think that it's June, almost July. Now is the time to start planning and thinking about maybe, hey, it might be a really cool idea to go on over to Italy and spend the holidays and spend Christmas and New Year's. So I have kind of gotten some information for you and put a little bit more together about some different areas that you can go to and some of the different things that they have going on in certain cities to celebrate Christmas. It's obviously 
a huge deal in Italy, and it's very beautiful. And I've been there several times during the holidays, and uh, it's it's magnificent. So it's something that should be on your bucket list if you have one. So we'll be talking about that tonight. So what is going on in the world? There's just like really seriously, there's just so much going on. I don't even really know what to talk about. Um, But uh, first of all, I wanted to say that the La Bella Vita show wants to send its love to Nelson Mandela. And as you probably have heard, he is ailing. He is very sick. He's critically ill right now. And I just want to send peace, love, and light to him. I think that he is a man of great integrity. He has done so much for the world. And I just really wish that um, if he is going to go, that it's very peacefully. He's surrounded by his family. And uh, I do know that President Obama has touched down in Africa and allegedly he will be going to see Nelson Mandela. That's the word now, whether that that happens or not. But that would be a really cool thing if that would happen. Uh, Last week, as you know, on the show, during the middle of the show, I was informed of the passing of one of my favorite actors, James Gandolfini, who obviously everybody knows from The Sopranos and, I mean, just so many films you can't even name. Uh, He's also been on stage in Broadway and actually right now uh, on on Broadway at this very moment. Uh, They are dimming the lights in his memory. And tomorrow is his funeral in New York City at St. John the Divine, which is a beautiful cathedral in the city. And um, so much peace and love to his family. And okay, so Kim Kardashian had her child with Kanye West, and they named the child Northwest. I have to say I'm not a big fan of the name, but it's her child, and I really have nothing to say about it you know obviously she didn't call me up and say you know don really what should i name my kid uh but um i just you know someone said well of course they weren't going to name it southwest because that's an airline but did someone else get the memo that northwest used to be an airline as well just saying um but i guess it's uh directional so uh, i don't know it should be interesting i don't know if i would want the name north growing up but it is what it is and it doesn't and the baby doesn't have a middle name which i thought was kind of weird because i think maybe if it had a middle name it would be i don't know a little bit different but i guess then it wouldn't be northwest obviously but i don't know at least she didn't like they didn't like make it northeast southwest or something like that because that would have really been awful but um there you go. Now, if you are a reality lover, like I can be sometimes, because I have admitted many times that I watch every single franchise of The Real Housewives of will you name the city? I watch it. But I have to say that I'm really ecstatic for Kim Zolciak, who was in the cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta. She has her own spitoff, Tardy for the Party. Um, don't be tardy, actually. Don't be tardy for the party was the name of her song. Don't Be Tardy is the name of her show. But um, it, it's great. She, you know, I really like her a lot, and I'm so happy for her. She's pregnant again with her third child. Uh, her husband that she married about two years ago, um, he has adopted her daughters that she had from previous relationships. And it just seems like she's in a great place. So I'm really excited for her. So that's really what's going on in the... Um, that's really what's going on in the world of entertainment. And um, also, uh, my Incantatos this week, what housed me spellbound. It's really funny because last week I forgot my wine pick in the other 
the room because I'm I'm not in my studio this week. I'm actually in another room, and I'm not in my studio again this week. And my wine pick is not with me, so I'm gonna have to put up my wine pick later. Um, but my style icon, my style icon of the week is Jessica Chastain, and she was beautiful in a gorgeous, glamorous blue silk lambin halter gown. It had this high thigh slit that was you know all the way up it she just looked beautiful had a blinged out waistband and she wore that she was at the shanghai international film festival and that's what she wore it for she just looks stunning and she's just so beautiful she's so light-skinned and that red hair it was amazing she had very light makeup on but she had these really pop red lips on she just looked totally she's just you know jessica rabbit to me she's just awesome she's been on my style icon list multiple times because i just think she rocks it out and um so my wine pick like i said i'm gonna have to get back to you on that because it's not with me today um it's not in this room with me right now uh my buffoon of the week now you know for whatever reason somebody always ends up making me mad at some point and um today is no different because i'm very upset um over one of my favorite football players who was arrested today uh, aaron hernandez which was he was formerly a tight end for the um new england patriots um he was released from the new england patriots upon his arrest today uh he was charged with uh with murder and weapons charges and uh he was immediately released from the team and uh it is very big news everywhere but it's actually very big news in the state of florida because he went to the university of uh university of florida he was a gator and uh it's a big deal and i'm just so mad because he was an incredible player and i can't believe that this has happened of course he's innocent until proven guilty but uh he's still off the team regardless and uh so i'm a little bit heartbroken about that and another reason why i'm a little bit heartbroken and not that i'm saying that they're buffoons because they're not but my poor boston bruins lost to the chicago blackhawks mad props to the blackhawks because i'm telling you what that game six i was doing stuff on my computer and i kind of had the game on in the background and i looked down there was only like 36 seconds and you know we were up and it looked like we were going to game seven and i'm just typing away and i look up the next thing i know it's three one and the hawks won and i thought i was going to lose my mind (laughs) so that was awful for every bruins fan out there so uh it is not uh it's not good but really congratulations to blackhawks i mean that really was amazing 30 seconds i mean to score two goals in such a short amount of time is really incredible and it's the second time that they won the state cup in four years so i give them props for that so good for them um so yeah that's basically who has made me mad this week and who has made me sad and that would be my bruins but there's like only like 70 days until the uh, beginning of football season so i'm very excited about that and, and i know that people think god she just doesn't look like the football type but i love football just saying 
And uh, there you have it. So that's really what's going on in the world. And uh, and actually, the other big news of the day was the uh, Supreme Court ruling, which basically says that gay couples uh, can afford the same rights as uh, heterosexual couples. So that is great for those um, who are um, in same-sex relationships. So I'm very happy for them because I just feel like we all should just love, no matter who you love, everybody should be treated the same. That's just my opinion. Whatever. So that was another thing I meant thought I was supposed to mention that earlier and I forgot to. So coming up when we come back from break, which we're going to be going to break in about 30 seconds, we are going to again be talking about some fabulous beach resorts in Italy, all up and down the areas of Italy, including Sicily as well. We've got some really great gems in Sicily to talk about. And then we're going to be talking again about Christmas in Italy. So come on back and Make sure you pour yourself another glass of wine and come on back. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of break. This is Don Catherine. It's La Bella Vida show. And we will see you on the other side of the break. Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. 
and from thence I had great desire to see Italy and came to Venice and from thence to Florence where I played before the Duke and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine's Sula Bella Vita show. And we are talking about seaside and beach destinations in Italy. And actually, I have found some ones that are actually of a great value. So if you think that you can't go over there, I'm here to tell you that I have found some really great rates and some beautiful properties for you. And although destinations such as Capri and the Amalfi Coast have long been on the tourist map, other stretches of southern Italian coastline still have an insider's cachet. Even Puglia, which has become a popular destination for off-season sun seekers, has its secret bays and deserted strands. But the challenge in a country which, despite its economic downhill, uh, and downturn still has some of Europe's highest accommodation prices. So it's a balancing value for money with beach proximity. So I've got some places that are fantastic and have got the perfect, uh, the perfect balance of beauty and being right there in gorgeous accommodations with not such a big price tag, which is always great. So we're going to take you to uh, Campania, to Calabria and Puglia, and even some places in Sicily. And like I said, these are all wonderful properties. And so we're going to start in Campania at the Hotel Maranti Barano in Ischia. If Capri is Italy's archetypal Dolce Vita posing island, its nearby neighbor, Ischia, is a volcanic raft all a bubble with thermal springs, is associated more with healthy spa tourism, but there's no need to embark on a regime, a regime, a regime of steam baths and mud packs, although that sounds really good to me. I would much rather do that than being out in the sun. Um, as Ischia has a laid-back beach scene, too, which is most relaxed and family-oriented at the Maranti Island's longest sandy strand. And if it is a great value at 90 euros. And so that is 90 euros for all of that, which is in a beautiful Hotel Maranti in Barano in Ischia. So we have Hotel Sol Camanti. And if you've never heard of Brasita, good. It's under the star Redis. Read. Uh, is one of the things that make the three smallest of the three inhabited Bay of Naples Islands worth visiting. 
Many um, commute by boat to Naples to work, and tourism is refreshingly low-key. The sol cantante, meaning setting sun, is utterly in tune with the island's rustic soul, with just 12 light and bright rooms arranged around the Hotel Trump card, a Vernon garden and uh, is perched above Pozo Vecchio Beach and, and is featured in the film Ipositino with an open hot air um, hot tub, which is ideal for sunset cocktails, which sounds really good to me. And uh, there's been two generations of the Ceres family who has looked after the guests at this property. Um, they man the bar, they cook the meals, they run the small spa, which offers massage and other treatments at a fraction of what you would pay in a Capri five-star hotel. So, you know, check it out. And, um, so in those ones, actually, that particular one's double, doubles at this property run from 70 euro a night. You can't beat that. Um, and so if you are looking to go to Amalfi Coast, which is one of my favorite places, um, Ava Rooms, uh, sometimes life is matrix simple, the blue room or the yellow room. Once that hurdle's over, you can relax and enjoy the charms of this compact two-room Amalfi Coast B&B, which overlooks the sandy beaches and Mayoka Dome Historic Center of Antrani, the saltier and less touristy next-door neighbor of Amalfi. I use the word overlook advisedly from the flower deck terrace shared by the, bathroom, the bathrooms. You could paraglide to the beach in a few seconds. If you prefer to use the stairs, it takes around a minute. Uh, breakfast, fresh orange juice, and plain nice freshly made pastries are brought to your room every day and so you can go out onto your own terrace and uh, have a nice little light breakfast on your own little terrace overlooking the beautiful Amalfi Coast and P.O. who is the host is friendly, helpful and knows everyone in Atrani and the Amalfi so he's useful so if you uh, need any advice he is a great there you know, to help you along and uh, to guide you to the best places to eat and to go see and visit so and uh and he can actually help you to find a parking place for your car if you make the mistake of driving to the Amalfi with your car I do not suggest it people it is not fun so um and doubles there uh start from uh, 70 euro a night I mean seriously you're getting basically breakfast brought to your room every day you have a little terrace and you're overlooking the Amalfi in the Mediterranean what more could you ask for I really don't know. And um, so that sounds like a, a great place to go. Now, Pastum is obviously a little place which um, has accommodations um, which are in the area of Pompeii and Herculeum and Pastum, which is south of Naples. And uh, Pastum is, you know, not as well known as its, you know, sisters, Pompeii and Herculeum, Naples, but the Laconda del Mare is a magnificent exception. It's bright, boxy, very stylish, and it is a collection of whitewashed bungalows in a pine forest and is sandwiched between Pastum's magnificent uh, ancient Greek temples and a long stretch of gloriously sand beach. Sounds fantastic. They have 19 simple white rooms that have a splash of color. Multi-hued cushions uh, beckon in its homely uh, living room and pretty garden. And they have an excellent restaurant, uh, which sources only local ingredients. And... Um, 
at the end of a short and windy path from the garden, uh, you um, can overlook and uh, you have to wonder whether any guests manage to tear themselves away to explore the exquisite coastal villages and the national park, which is nearby. And um, that is the Locanda La Mare. And those start at just 60 euros. So can you imagine you are in a beautiful little bungalow and you uh, have the stone which has the some of the oldest ancient greek ruins and then you have beach so you have the best of both worlds i think it's fabulous and from 60 dollars, i think that is amazing now if you're looking north toward across the bay of salerno toward the amalfi coast you are going to find a residenza di epoca uh the santa maria di casabate uh the delightful old-fashioned seaside resort has none of the money pretensions of its more famous counterparts. Uh, the Residenza Diepka forms part of this relaxed and amiable town's elegant waterside strip. The hotel's six pretty eerie rooms look out over the water. Rolling up the beach is just meters away. Each bedroom has its own little balcony from which to admire the view and adjust to the rhythm of the area and when you're done uh listening to the sounds of the waves which i don't know how you could because that is just the most magnificent sound in the world it's totally relaxing uh you will have a lot of fun with the owner carlo who's uh, happy to arrange any treks in the surrounding area in the national park the salento national park and this particular property starts um from 100 euro and again it's not that hard into you know you're right in the heart of the amalfi coast and that's very 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 reasonable for a little place to stay so I think you should try that one. So now we're going to move a little bit away. We're going to go up to Calabria now, uh, to the Villino Ermina Piso Calabro. It's a quaint 17th century villetta on the Piso Calabro seafront. It gives no indication of what lies inside. The three self-catering apartments are sleek, contemporary, and stylish, with striking lightning and unexpected jazzy color palette. Step outside and you shift back several gears. The historic tuna fishing town of Pizzo straggles picturesquely along the Inzor shore with three long stretches of sandy beaches. Even the busiest weeks seem sleepy here by comparison with the other Calabrian resorts. With on-site parking, this makes an ideal base for exploring the region's chicest seaside resorts, Tropia, or motoring up to the Monastery of San Bruno, where the surrounding forest of silver firs was immortalized by Norman Douglas in his 1915 book, Old Calabria. The owner is Pasquale. I love, uh, how can you not love somebody named Pasquale? Come on. Uh, Pasquale is passionate uh, and uh, about his beloved uh, Pisa Calabro, and he is full of information on the local culture and restaurants and whatnot so he is a world of help now this particular property you can get at they start at 75 dollars, so that is an amazing value so 
that is the first of several more that I need to talk to you about. So we come back, we're going to be going down to the boot in Puglia, and then we'll be making our way down to Sicily when we come back on the other side of the break. And uh, so get ready for that. These are some great properties and they are some fabulous prices. I like literally think that I need to book a flight to Italy right now because the sound of the sea and some drinks so good we'll see you on the other side this is live la bella vita Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. It's talking Smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talkin' Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein. So why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Como bella c'è la luna, brilla e strette, strette come butto, belle faste già. Sotto celle de Roma. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Dawn Catherine. Dawn Catherine, it's the La Bella Vita show. And we are talking about some fabulous seaside resorts in Italy. And they are economical. And um, I think that uh, we all should get on a plane and go immediately. Um, I could really use a few cocktails in, you know, a nice terrace overlooking the Mediterranean. I think that would be a lot, a lot of fun. 
So we're going to make our way down to Puglia and uh, the western coast of this Lento Peninsula. It's the heel of the Italian boot. Uh, it's where the locals come for the softest sand, the cleanest sea, and the gentlest breezes. This early simple B&B is close to the dunes that give its name the many guest never change out of their swimming costumes. And it's the Il Giglio Nel Dune, Torre San Giovanni. Uh, out of the sky scene and sun pastel hues, there are four bedrooms that are decidedly no frills, but are all spacious, spotlessly clean and air conditioning. And trust me, people, when I tell you that is a huge deal that it's air conditioning, because one thing about Italy and Europe in general, AC is never guaranteed. You should always check to make sure that your hotel has air conditioning because it is not always guaranteed. So, um, breakfast is served on a covered terrace, features delicious homemade cakes made by Signora Maria, who owns and runs the place with her husband, Luciano. This has to be one of the Seaside Puglia's best bargains, especially when you factor in the free bicycle hire and the fact that outside of, busy, outside of the busy months of July and August, the owners are often happy to let you use their kitchen to cook for dinner. Now, that would be fabulous. It would be even more fabulous if... You know, Maria and Luciano would want to cook for me, but uh, I think that's great. But doubles at this particular property start at 50 euros, so you can't go wrong. Um, they, that, um, yeah, $50. So we have the B&B Santo Stefano in Pogliano Amare. Pogliano is a delight. It's a cluster of white houses atop uh, sandstone sea cliffs. With the wildness of the location set off by the warmth and charm of the neat Centro Storico, right above those cliffs, the Santo Stefano is a great value, nine-bedroom bed and breakfast carved out of an ancient tower house. Rooms are stylish with stone walls, colorful details, and throughout from bedspreads to artwork, Dominico, who is... The factum who looks after the guest is incredibly helpful and a good source of information on this underrated stretch of the Pullian coast. But the high point has to be breakfast on the terrace. See, there's a theme, this breakfast on the terrace with its boundless sea views. Looking at all of the blue dipinto de blue makes you realize where the local boy Dominico Moniano got the inspiration for his song Volare. So these actually start doubles start from 49 euro. I mean, who can go wrong with that? So you got to love that. Go visit Dominico. Now the Hotel Aquamarina in Donna Lucata is perched on a bird's eye view over Donna Lucata, Lucata's beautiful beach. Hotel Aquamarina in Ragusa province is a friendly local run hotel with an excellent fish restaurant and sea views to match. It also has a private stretch of grass just above the sand where you can sunbathe and an upstairs sun deck where breakfast is served. For those wanting a stroll, there is an open-air market at the far end of the beach where farmers sell their vegetables from the back of their battered little three-wheel trucks, which are adorable. And uh, for anyone wanting a bit more culture, the hotel is within a short drive of Skisili, a stunning Baroque town further inland. And uh, the B&B uh, at the, ho the Hotel Aquamarina uh, starts from 90 euros a night, so 
it is a great value. So we're going to make our way down to the Hotel Santa Lucia, Capo di Orlando. Though it has one of the best beaches on this stretch of coastline and is well connected by road and motorway to the rest of the island, Capo di Orlando is not instantly charming, but this bustling built-up seaside town does not have the seldom explored uh, it does have the Nebrodi Mountains on its doorstep, which contain a gorgeous swath of natural park where eagles soar in some of Sicily's best salami can be found. And who doesn't love a good salami? Um, Hotel San Lucia isn't on the beachfront, but it does have decent rooms, a leafy backyard, and affordable rates. And the doubles uh, start at $75, with a 75 euro which is a pretty good value. So there you go. Um, now at the, we are going to go down to the Albergo Espiria in Milazzo. Milazzo is in Messina, which is in Sicily. Uh, it's probably the best known as a point of departure for ferries heading to the Aeolian Islands, but it's well worth exploring in its own right. Albergo Esperia is the only hotel located in front of the Ponette Beach, where on a clear day you can see Mount Edna smoking away on the horizon to the left, the islands of Lepari and Volcano looming across the sea in front. Behind the hotel, where the friendly owners have built some lovely rental apartments, cliffs rear up, topped by Milazzo's Castle, which is open to visitors during the summer. It's all very beautiful, especially at sunset, and doubles at this particular property uh, start at 90 euro a night. So it sounds like a great, especially if you're going to be uh, taking off to uh, the Olean Islands, it sounds like a great place that you would want to uh, stay at. We have the Hotel Torre Benistra in Scopolo. It's worth paying a few more euros for a sea view at this hotel because what you get when you look down through the floating seagulls is one of the most exquisite inlets in Trapani province. Two ancient watchtowers guard an 18th century tuna fishery that lapped by pristine waters, which can be reached from the hotel via a small steep path down the hillside. And I'm going to tell you something about if you're going anywhere down in the south of Italy and you're talking about you're always going to be walking downhill, make sure to wear appropriate shoes. Just letting you know. Um, the beach is tiny, but there are at least three more excellent beaches within a few minutes bus rides. Scopello itself is a truly beautiful village with water through in the center of the little piazza and a walled garden behind it overflowing with fruit and vegetables, which the owner sells at the gate. Imagine that. Just walk up, buy some fruit. Uh, this hotel is the absolute oldest in the village. It's run by the Latini family. And uh, doubles start at this B&B for just 70 euro a night. So it's a great value. Uh, and we are going to go to the Hotel Igatasar. Uh, in San Vito Lo Capo uh, with a lighthouse on way to the left and low mountains on the right, San Vito Lo Capo's beachfront has been the holiday setting for generations of Sicilian families escaping the heat of Palermo. Uh, if you think it's hot anywhere, you've never seen hot until you've been in Sicily in the summertime. Uh, they come from the long and sumptuously white sandy beach, but also for the Couscous Festival, which takes place in September. Uh, the town is teeming with budget hotels and B&Bs, but Hotel Egitaro uh, sits right 
at the top of the beachfront. This traditional family hotel has mostly Italian clients and is full of character, from the bulky Sicilian furniture in the rooms to the colorful tiles that line the corridors. In addition to the rooms, the hotel has serviced apartments a little further down the road. And the one thing I can say is the fact that it has a lot of Italians is just going to enrich your experience when you're there. Uh, because obviously they uh, love to share their culture. It's part of who they are. They love to to uh, to know the local, you know, who the the people who come to visit them. They really like to embrace them. So it would be a really fun place since it's one of those places that the locals go to. Um, Syracuse uh, uh, Beach Hotel in. Arnella. Uh, anyone wanting to combine museum visits with a lively beach experience should appreciate the Syracuse Beaches Hotel proximity to Syracusa and the island of Artesia. The sea and sand of Arnella Beach are right on the doorstep, but within a 15-minute drive, guests can also reach Greek and Roman amphitheaters and a new museum dedicated to Archimedes in Syracuse. The town also has the Palo Orsi Museum, packed with Greek and Roman remains. Artesia is also worth visiting for a myriad of bars, restaurants, and a breezy little alleys that lead down to the harbor. Alternatively, further up the coast, there's a beach uh, resort of Fontaine Bianche. With its good selection of pizzeria and restaurants, the hotel has plenty of room for outdoor eating and ha- also has a large roof terrace. And these particular uh, B&B can be found from $70 going on up, 70 euros rather. So it's a great value. The uh, La Terraza Sulmari in Avola is a quiet little town in Syracuse, a province that is famous, if anything, for its almonds. And I love me an almond. I'm eating some right now. But uh, its low profile means that its public beach is hardly ever crowded. Extensive restoration works in the town center has made Avola's May Piazza a lovely place to stroll in the evening. Join the town's elderly men as they argue about football and politics until it's time to go in for dinner. I love that. Alternatively, head to the beautiful Baroque town of Noto and the gorgeous Cava Grande Canyon, which are both short drives by car. This B&B is just a few minutes' walk from the sand. The Manello family have their own citrus farm, so expect homemade jams for breakfast. Sounds good to me. The B&B can uh, be obtained for about 64 euro for a double. Not so bad. And then we have the Hotel Pagaro. Um, at the Circulian Marina, this little village tucked behind the nature reserve of Torre Salsa is a quiet corner of uh, an often overlooked corner of Sicily. Younger Hotelio Giacomo Manella runs his own place right near the beach. In addition to rooms with balconies overlooking the sea, the hotel has its own restaurant across the road. It's a good deal for the price, would make for an excellent base for heading west towards the Sulphur Bass and the windswept Greek archaeological park at Salente. Uh, and this particular property can start at just $60. So it's a great value. So for those of you who are wanting to take a little vacation to Italy, are thinking about going to some beaches, but don't think they can afford some of the really high priced resort prices, I'm here to tell you, these are some great options. I'm going to put them up on my page and go and visit some of these properties. They are well worth the value 
you and you will have an excellent time when we come Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Bésame, bésame Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially, as with the ancient seers and master teachers. Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. The Villa Vita Show, and I'm Don Catherine, your hostess for the mostess. And we are talking about visiting Italy during the Christmas time because it offers two great things. One, you'll avoid the high summer season tourist crowds, which are absolutely insane. And you'll get to see the country decked out in all its holiday finery, and it truly is magnificent. You, you just can't even imagine. Every store is just so pristinely 
decorated. It's in, it's just gorgeous. So it's something you need to do. And believe it or not, Christmas is not the biggest holiday of all the winter season. Uh, that is actually on the Epiphany, which is in early January. And uh, But it's still a great time to go. You will find a festive atmosphere in every corner of the country because everybody has their own little tradition in every little pocket of the country. Um, there are a few areas, however, that seem to take the holiday to another level. And um, of course, you can't you know, miss Rome and Vatican City. Heading for Rome over Christmas is the most obvious choice and with good reason. In addition to the festivities in Rome itself, you also have the Vatican City celebrations. It's like getting two cities worth of holiday in one spot. At the Vatican, the Pope delivers Christmas Eve Midnight Mass. Uh, you would need to book tickets well in advance if you want to sit in St. Peter's. There is a huge Christmas tree in St. Peter's Square and a life-size nativity scene in front of the Basilica. In Rome, the Piazza del Popolo fills with over 100 nativities, and the Piazza Navona turns into a Christmas market, and Christmas Eve Mass is held in historic churches throughout the city, including the Pantheon, where you hear beautiful Gregorian chants. Now, if you want to head up a little bit north, you can visit my favorite city, which is Venice. While winter in Venice can be cold and damp, Christmas can be magical time to visit Venice. Even if you're not lucky enough to witness snow falling on the canals and gondolas, which I have never witnessed, and I've been there several times it just doesn't ever seem to want to cooperate with me. Venetians know how to ward off the chill with hot spiced wine and other holiday treats that is sold in the holiday market. So no matter what your age, you're bound to be charmed by the figure of Father Christmas arriving by gondola to distribute goodies. And Christmas Eve mass held in St. Mark's Basilica is enough to make any trip to Venice worth it. So go and check it out in Venice. It's just beautiful. Keep in mind that many restaurants and hotels do close in the winter, so make sure you do your homework beforehand. And if you listen to the show, I'm always telling you, you need to do your research before you go. Don't just show up because you might find yourself without a place. So plan and plan ahead. Uh, the next place that you might want to take a a nice little excursion to is Naples. Uh, Naples is home to a street that can rightfully be called Christmas Alley year-round. This city is the epic center of Italy's nativity scene tradition, and the shops along the Via San Gregorio Armino that make both the detailed structures and the myriad figurines that inhabit it, them work and sell all year long. The figurines range from the expected holy family and shepherds to the regional pizza makers to the topical current political or sports personalities. They come in all different sizes, including some that are more than a foot tall for larger nativity scenes and shop windows and churches. It's an interesting stop in any season, but kicked into high gear over the Christmas holiday. It all makes a little more sense so check out sicily it is a great place to go and it really truly the 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 nativities there are just amazing now if you want to go to sicily and we were just talking about sicily a little bit ago uh for a location with loads of italian christmas traditions but like 
much milder weather, head south to Sicily. Sicily. So if you don't want it cold, you want it a little bit warm, go to Sicily. Second only to the Neapolitans in terms of their affection for the nativity scene, Sicilians erect elaborate nativities everywhere from public squares to churches to private homes, including a living nativity in a cave near Trapani. In other words, locals dress up and reenact the nativity daily from Christmas Eve through the Epiphany. On Christmas Eve, you'll also see big bonfires in many towns, and this is also the night that marks the start of the holiday feasting. Uh, and, you know, in typical Italian f- fashion, we basically start eating from Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, it won't be balmy enough to hang out in Sicily's gorgeous beaches, but you'll get all the festivities in the atmosphere and avoid most of the cold and damp weather that will be found on the mainland. So if you want a little bit more of a tropical Christmas, head on down to Sicily. In uh, the Trentino Alto Aldige, which is in the north, um, Germany is known worldwide for their fabulous Christmas markets, and we've talked about them here on the show before. So it stands to reason that the heavily Germanic regions in northeast Italy would have inherited some of those same traditions, and they have. Uh, spend Christmas time in this area, and you'll have snowy, wintry scenery straight out of a postcard. The nearby Dolomites provide a pretty stunning backdrop while you sip mulled wine in the market squares. And who doesn't love some mulled wine? I know I do. Uh, this area is is so is also a good base if you want to take day trips into Venice or Verona without staying in either one the whole time or if your idea of the perfect Christmas vacation includes access to world-class skiing it's also a good choice as well and there's one thing that you will never see me doing and that would be skiing although I do like the really cute little skiing outfits I think they can be really fashionable and cute I would do that. I would dress up, but I would never actually ski, just saying, because, you know, I could break a nail or a leg, and that would just be tragic. Uh, so if you want to go down to the Obruzzo, Omnis area, along with the Christmas markets and feasts that go along with the holidays throughout Italy, the Abruzzo and Molise regions are home to an older tradition you won't find in the main tourist centers. Nine days before Christmas, the bagpipe playing Zampariari comes down from the hills into the town dressed in imperial costumes, symbolizing the shepherds who visit visited jesus upon his birth the added bonus of heading for these rural regions of central italy is that you're more likely to be sharing the holiday with other italians rather than foreign visitors and uh, that is always a good thing so you always want to uh, make sure that you have a little bit of that culture you want to be along among those those locals and their traditions. Now, if you want to go there and you want to stay in Italy and you want to have Christmas Eve and do the whole Christmas thing, you're going to stay over through New Year's Eve. They have fabulous New Year's Eve celebrations. And then, of course, their big celebration is on the Epiphany. And, uh, you know, in many of the cities, they have the whole uh, the the adoration of the Magi. They have the whole procession of the wise men in the, the city of Verona. They have this magical uh, reenactment of the three Magi. And there is a beautiful Colosseum. It looks very close to the one that's in Rome, but it's uh, another Colosseum. And uh, they actually have the wise men walk 
uh, on the top of the Colosseum and they make their way down into the main piazza and uh, they do the whole recreation of the three magis coming to uh, give their gifts to the Christ child. It is absolutely beautiful. That is also the night of the celebration of La Bafana, which I've talked about many times uh, here before. La Bafana is the uh, witch. When you go to Italy, you will definitely see a witch. You probably like wonder what their obsession with the witch is, but it's actually um, the... Uh, it is actually La Bufana. And basically her story was is that they, uh, you know, she did not help the wise men. Um, and uh, so basically she's forever haunted by that, that she didn't help the wise men. And so basically she's a person who brings the treats to the children um, on the night of Epiphany. So they will get treats and... Um, it's put in their little stockings, and that's when kids in Italy actually get their stockings. They don't do that during the actual Christmas season. So that is, uh, you know, so in every in the piazzas, they actually have these huge hay um, sculptures of a witch, and they actually light it on fire. And it's a huge bonfire, and trust me, it gets very hot. I literally thought that my eyelashes were going to melt off and I thought my hair was going to go on fire. It was that hot. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just a great celebration. And basically that really wraps up. So for those of you who wonder about those people who keep their Christmas tree up like a long time, which I do. Um, but uh, where I grew up, we always took our Christmas tree down like the day after, after, um, New Year's, but many traditional and many traditional Italian, Italian American families will not take their tree down until the Epiphany, which is the actual end of the Christmas season, and that's when you can take them down. Now, for me, I usually have a real tree every single year, so my Christmas tree is up until it's about to light on fire and become a hazard and almost burn my house down. <laughs> so, I, um, <laughs> I really just. I tried to get the most of it because I really do a beautiful tree. I will have to send pictures because I've bought more stuff for my tree this year. It's going to be fabulous. And uh, I love it. Uh, I love Christmas decorating. So that's what they do. So I really want to encourage you, if you think that you want to, you know, maybe spend a holiday abroad and you want something, I highly recommend going to Italy. It's a perfect place to go. Uh, we've talked about many other areas, you, you know, France and, and Austria and Germany for all the markets, but I, obviously I am a little bit partial to my Italy. But uh, if you're thinking about it, doing it, start doing your research now, go and book your hotels and uh, start planning ahead of time and make sure that you carve out enough time to go to a couple of different places so that you can really take in the culture of the Italian holidays. So I really hope that you enjoy the show because I think that I can, I've shown that with the prices of some of those beachside B&Bs, which are fabulous, I'm telling you, that it can be economical to go on an Italian vacation and go to a really cool, fun little uh, resort that's going to take really good care of you and uh, a little bit off the beaten path, but still beautiful and glamorous. And I hope that maybe my talking about Christmas in Italy has sparked your interest in maybe going out of the country for the holiday because not a lot of people, you know, there's some people that do it. I think that more people should go and explore some of the other countries' cultures during the season. So thanks for a great show. I want to thank my producer, Anna, down in Texas. Yes. 
for being a part of